Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hello, everyone. Thank you again for joining me as today I'm moving to the last book of the Old Testament. It's called Malachi. We find the Lord doesn't change in Malachi's life. We see some great things that are said. And Malachi, uh, God used this book in a powerful way and in a real way. And when we talk about giving, it's known as one of the Old Testament uh, books that people look to for tithing and such. And we might talk about that too down the line. But I'm just glad that we can go to the Word of God and that every single book, every single book written in the Word of God, every single chapter, every single this, the book of Malachi, was just as good as as all the rest of them. In fact, we find this in Malachi chapter 3, verse 6 and 7. I, the Lord, do not change. So you, the descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. Ever since the time of your ancestors, you have turned away from my decrees and have not kept them. See, they've turned away from his decrees. He laid it out, God laid it out for them, but they kept turning away. But what does he say? He said, well, you're condemned to hell. He says this, return to me and I will return to you, says Almighty Lord. Return to me. What a great thing. Return to me. People of God, if you're listening and if you've strayed away from him, return to him. He's anxious to forgive you and to help you in your walk with him. You know, I think it's interesting. Malachi says the same thing Zechariah said, return to me. That seemed to be the focus near the end of the Old Testament. The Lord doesn't change. He is consistent in who he says he is. When most think of the book of Malachi, they think of the Old Testament book that talks about tithing, like I said earlier. The book of Malachi addresses the robbing of God. People in our generation think we are think it's a scare tactic to get people to tithe. People from early generations, even the 20th century, believed that it was a mandate from God. Well, let's let's see what he says about that in Malachi chapter 3, verse 8 through 12, just in case you don't know what I'm talking about. He says this. He says, Will a mere mortal rob God? Yet you rob me. But you ask, how are we robbing you? In tithes and offerings, you are under a curse, your whole nation, because you are robbing me. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will be, uh, be room enough to store it. There will not be room enough to store it. I will prevent pests from devouring your crops and the vines in your fields will not drop their fruit before it's ripe, says the Lord Almighty. Then all your nations will call you blessed, for yours will be the delightful land, says the Lord Almighty. See, he promises them, honor me, and I will honor you. That's why I believe tithing is so important. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse. Now, I've heard many people say over the years, this has always been a topic for people, I don't like going to church because they always ask for my money. Boy, they said that right or, or just wrong or whatever. All they ask for is my money. Boy, I don't see that to be true. It certainly hasn't been true in our church. We even have we have a we don't even take an offering. We have a blessing box in the back. If someone wants to give offering that's between them and God, they put it in the blessing box and that is their tithes and offerings goes in there. And uh, you know what? 
We call what we have ours in mind when it's God's. He has generously given us a return for just a small portion. A tithe in a dictionary, and according to the Bible, is 10%. I can tell you this, it's the easiest check I write every month because it's an honor for me to give to God his money back. Okay, I as a pastor do not talk about money much, as my regulars know, and, and if you happen to be a first-time visitor in church, uh, chances are you're not going to hear about uh, money at all. But sometimes, you know, if you preach out of Malachi, I'm unapologetically bringing this up. I want to re- represent the entire Word of God, and not just the pieces that feel good. You don't have to worry about me chasing anybody down or chasing your income down. It's between you and God. I never know what people give. I don't know what people give unless they give it to me to give. And I've had some people that have given me some large chunks because they didn't want it in the offering plate. And they just said, Pastor, do what you want with this. And we said, well, we'll put it in the offering and let God decide through our through our leaders, what God would have us do. And you know what? God has blessed us. God has taken care of our needs. You know, he paid off our church miraculously, and I believe it was because people honored God. Malachi goes on to mention the day of the Lord is coming. All we have to do is follow the word of God, and we too know the day of the Lord is coming, and that someday each of us will stand before him. It is something that no one can get out of. In our lives, we try to get out of circumstances because they're uncomfortable. Well, I've been in many uncomfortable circumstances. Or it puts pressure on us. Well, for some, of the, for some the great day of God, it's going to be very uncomfortable because of the decisions they've made not to honor God. God knows each one of us inside out. He knows those that really love him and live according to his purpose. I hope every person listening today will stand tall before the Lord knowing that you are heaven-bound. If you don't have that assurance, then I hope today you will say, Jesus, forgive me. I love you. I want you as the Lord of my life. And he will come into the and be the Lord of your life. And he will breathe new life into you. And the Holy Spirit of God will direct you and lead you. That's exactly what he wants. Malachi chapter 4, verse 1 and 2 says this, Surely the day is coming. It will burn like a furnace. All the arrogant and every evildoer will be stubble, and the day that is coming will set them on fire, says, all, says the Lord Almighty. Not a root or a branch will be left to them. But for you who rever my name, the Son of Righteousness will rise with healing in his rays, and you will go out and frolic like the well-fed calves. Wow. Hey, how you like that? You're going to frolic like the well-fed cows. In other words, you're going to be praising God. You're going to be happy. Isn't that going to be great live in eternal happiness? I can't even imagine that. But it's going to be so unimaginable. The reward for those that believe in him is substantial. It's eternal. It's heaven. But those who rever my name, the son of righteousness, will rise with a healing in its rays. And you will go out and frolic like well-fed calves. You will experience the incredible joy of your salvation. Folks, let me get real with you. The day of the Lord is coming. It's coming, and folks, it may be soon. Are you ready? Are you ready? You can be. He knows your heart. He wants us to call upon him. 
He wants you to listen to him. He wants you to follow what the word of God lays out to be obedient. I love the Old Testament and uh, Zechariah and Malachi. And there's some great things said in the other Old Testament prophets. The Old Testament's not that difficult to read. It's a little easier reading the New Testament, and it's more a little more modern. But yet, you see God in action in the Old Testament. One of the toughest chapters of books to read is Leviticus. But it's a book of law. It's a book that has great truths in it, but it's not always easy to read. But I want to know what God says, what God's Word says. I need to know God's Word more and more. And I think so do you. So do you. You know, it's just been such a chaotic time in the world uh, recently with all the turmoil, with all the Russia and Ukraine, China, Taiwan, Iran, North Korea. We do not know what tomorrow holds. We don't know if two billion of us will be wiped out in the next few years out of the six billion that live in this world. We do not know. We don't know how things are going to look. But we know this. If our faith is in Jesus Christ and our hope is in him, he will lead us. He will open doors. He will direct our paths. People of God, he has a plan for you. He has a major plan for you. Are you fulfilling it? Are you thinking about it? Are you trusting in him? Are you involved in a fellowship? Are you involved in a church? You say, no, pastor, I'm not. I'm afraid of COVID. Well, you know what? I'd tell you to get involved. And if you're so afraid of the disease, at least get online and be involved in, in a service around. You know, we have our services all online. Pastor Allen speaks most of the time now. I get to speak now and again. And Pastor Max, our young pastor, who's on every Sunday morning at 10 on this channel, he gets to speak. And we, the three of us usually share the pulpit, but Alan does a, the most of it as he's the new senior pastor. But you know what? Get involved one way or the other. And there's a lot of other good churches. I told you my daughter goes to Rock Harbor and, and Pastor Keith, I love Pastor Keith, and, and I watched to him some during the COVID times when people were home and, and uh, other pastors, Pastor Ben, and, you know, and just all sorts of great pastors around the Treasure Valley. And just get involved with uh, a good Bible-believing church and uh, make a difference. Step up to the plate. We've had a whole bunch of people lately step up to the plate in our children's ministry. And children's ministry is just really starting to move. I just noticed last week we just had a lot of kids in children's ministry. And it was awesome. So I walked around the rooms because Pastor Allen was speaking. So I got in the second service. I went out and, and went to the different classes and Man, they were full. That was awesome. And their youth meet on Sundays at 11 a.m., have their own service. And they're ex it's exciting in there. It's so neat to see parents that push their children and encourage them to be in the house of God. I'm so glad that was just a part of uh, my routine in life growing up with my parents. That they would have us in the house of God. They're the ones that made the decision. They didn't tell us to make our own decisions at 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. They had us go to church with them. And thank the Lord, because I was raised in church, I followed Jesus, and uh, I'm glad I did. Hey, I hope you have a fantastic day, because you are fantastic people. May God bless you and lead you. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.